0: Blog Talk Radio everybody, to the Once in Nation Sports Show. I am your host, Mr. C.J. Sports. It seems like we're having technical technical difficulties here. Um, But I'm your host, Mr. C.J. Sports. Glad to be here on this, this it's going to sound weird, Wednesday night. Um, As I'm letting everybody know on Facebook. Right now. I was, uh, I had a fever um, Wednesday or Monday night. Um, I don't know, I was at the gym, I was working out, got got my, I, I did uh, chest, did my abs, and got probably about five minutes into doing cardio, and all of a sudden I just didn't, I just wasn't feeling that great. And so I came home, I took a shower, and I ended up crawling up underneath the blankets at five o'clock and for the next three hours underneath three blankets i could not get warm i was miserably cold and then all of a sudden around eight o'clock i was extremely hot i felt like my body was on fire Um, And i spent the next hour feeling like i was burning up um next morning still things weren't right um but as the day went things panned out and I started feeling better and better. Um, of course, the guys have the show on Tuesday night, so I couldn't do a show Tuesday night. Plus, I had plans. Um, run a little late tonight, though. Um, tomorrow morning, I have an interview with um, my VP of um, Circle K, my daytime job, and um, the regional. Uh, I think one of the regionals are going to stop in. And then a, uh, the HR... Um, for an opportunity to have my name thrown in the hat to get promoted um, to market manager. And with Circle K, it's equivalent to district manager. Um, I've been with the company for seven and a half years. I have no intentions of leaving the company uh, unless one of the following things happen. I win the lottery, which I don't play the lottery. Um, I, I hit it big on Stockton Crypto, which I'm heavy invested in. I'm just playing, buying my time, or this finally becomes a 24-7 project that can support uh, me being, doing this just 24-7. Which I'm counting on the stock crypto thing to happen first, so then I can make this a 24-7 thing. Uh, But but I do have an interview first thing tomorrow morning, so I was there late tonight, um, knocking things out, getting uh, ready for... uh, everything that I need to get ready for for tomorrow um, so am running a few minutes late um, then technical difficulties all so sank in of course I was putting my pin number in to get logged in and everything and it kept saying wrong then I hit the wrong numbers the last time after five times of being hung up on and it let me through so I don't know uh, but I am glad to be here if you're not uh, if you have not liked us on Facebook you can like my personal fan page um mr cj sports you can um, like the 110 nation fan page the 110 nation sports um if you guys missed last night's show race chat live with chris uh craig and taz uh, make sure you guys check out the tuesday shows every tuesday night eight o'clock Right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Make sure you guys don't miss that. Um, there was something else I was going to point out. Um, tomorrow night, Southern Dirt Track Report um, will be live eight o'clock right here on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Um, so you guys, make sure you guys don't miss that as well. I'm still waiting for the big announcement um, that we got coming on possibly. Um, we got a conference call this week, so don't want to spoil what we got going on. Um, are looking to add more to this radio network, um, which brings it up. If you guys are um, out there and you have a, a podcast and you want to uh, um, syndicate it on our network, or maybe you want to do a pad- podcast and don't have a platform to do it on, um, or maybe you don't want to do a whole show. Maybe you want to either co-host or just come on as a, uh, um expertise or an expert in, in different sports. Um, right now it's an hour-long show here at the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network or the 110 Nation Sports Show. I'd like to eventually get it to a two-hour show, but in do so I'd want to either – um, add a co host or have different experts of different sports come on, major major league baseball or NHL or something. Um, that will consume fifteen, twenty minutes of uh, having someone on with me. Um, here and there a couple of times throughout the show. Um, so if you're looking to uh, do any of that, all you got to do is hit me up, MrCJSports at gmail.com, or you can message me on um, Facebook, MrCJSports, or you can message me or us on the 110 Nation fan page, the 110 Nation. Um, we'll definitely uh, definitely get back to you. Um, we turn 11 years old in nine days, April 15th, 2022. Um, 11, it's hard to believe. My um, goal, our goal, is to build the uh, radio network so that we at least have a show every day um, throughout the week before we hit April 11, 20 or April 15, 2023, um, and then try to move forward of relaunching our website and blo- uh, blog site and all that stuff. Um, if you're interested, also let you know we are syndicated. All our shows play on iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio. Google Podcasts, Stitcher, um, Podcast Addicts, Deezer, Podchaser, and YouTube, um, amongst others, just so you know. Um, definitely working on expanding as much as we can, but uh, we'd also like to add more shows while we're expanding um, to be a um, seven-day-a-week um, network here. So, if you're interested, just hit us up. Um I also got to make sure that I think Phoenix Fitness, Um, great products, great, um, great, great customer service. Um, Little, little unknown fact for every item that you purchase with Phoenix Fitness, they uh, actually donate a gallon of water for those in need. So that's, that's a great thing to be part of. Um, all you gotta do is go to phoenixfit.com. That's f n x fit.com. Use code f n. No, I'm sorry, f n x i z z k. Get 15% off. <laughs> what what better deal? On top of some of the greatest deals I've gotten, buy one get ones. I have gotten 50% offs. Um, I'm getting ready to order me some more of the uh, chocolate chocolate peanut butter protein. That's probably my favorite. But my whole life I've been making chocolate peanut butter uh, protein shakes. I was just doing it the way that made me have to sit there and clean a blender forever because I had used real peanut butter. Um, Phoenix Fitness actually comes with a whole peanut butter cup. So I already get the mixture in the powder form. And I don't have to – I don't have more to clean up. Uh, 23 grams of protein per serving. Um four carbs so you can't beat that I also use the the pre the uh, pre-workout the Nitro oxide Um, then I also use the post-workout the BCAAs I also have a uh, am fuel protein blend it's a orange cream sickle I love it (laughs) I actually wish I got to use that one more often because I'm a big fan of the orange cream sickle we just had this conversation the other day at the house Um, but uh, definitely uh, glad to be back in the gym. Um, upset that I missed the last two days. Um, well, actually, now the last three days. Um, so I got I got a lot to work. Well, actually, the last two days because I went to the gym before I got sick. Then I missed yesterday. I missed today. Um, we'll definitely be back in the gym tomorrow. Um, but like I said, all you do is go to phoenixfit.com. That's FNXfit.com. dot com. Or, yeah, f n x Use code f n x i z z k. Get 15% off. Also, want to make sure that I thank Bears Bullish Market Group Talk um, for being part of the One Ten Nation. For every new member that joins the One Ten, uh, the Bears Bullish market group uh, they will be donating to the 110 nation also a uh, percentage of their profits will uh, each quarter will be going to the 110 nation to help us continue to grow run contests upgrades and everything else i'm glad to have them on board and then also carolina sports plus i know mario was kind of uh not feeling it uh late monday night early tuesday as his uh, carolina tar heels loss. Uh, but uh, glad to have him on board, our longest running marketing partner. Um, check him out on Facebook, Carolina Sports Plus. Looking forward to uh, his website coming out and getting you guys over there and uh, getting hooked up. Just let him know the One Ten Nation sent you. Um, what's something else I was going to say and I done forgot, done forgot for Sizzle. Um, blah blah. Oh yeah, Friday night. Oh, I can't wait till Friday night. Running out I get a go to... I want to pull it out real quick. I get to go to my first baseball game of the season. Um, for those that uh, follow the 110 Nation, or f- more so follow me, know that I don't do the whole uh, woke stuff. That's just not me. Um, I, uh, most of this woke stuff, some of the st- stupidest, most insignificant stuff in the world... And my sports teams are included when it comes to the woke stuff. So when the Cleveland Indians decided they were no longer going to be the Cleveland Indians, I then therefore lost my Major League Baseball team. Um, I'd already gone to a couple of Dayton Dragon games anyway. Unfortunately, they are a A affiliate of the Cincinnati Reds. And anybody who knows me, I'm all against everything Cincinnati. But – um, what's convenient about this is, one, um, there's no woke against the dragons. I, I can't imagine there being any reason that anybody finds any kind of offense of being the the Dane dragons. Um, but also what's more convenient about this is the uh, day, uh, day air part um, is literally 10 minutes from here. So we we split three ways of a half-season of uh, season tickets, my mom, uh, my ex-sister-in-law, and myself. This uh, Friday night, we get to go watch uh, the Dayton Dragons take on Fort Wayne 10 Caps. My um, might have been who we watched them play um, the last game. Um, I At some point, um, when I am able to wait, walk away from the real job, the daytime job, I do want to have full season season tickets. Um, That is my goal. I have a great time at the ballpark. Um, The Dayton, um, the Day Air ballpark, used to be the 5th, 3rd ballpark, is an amazing ballpark. It's nice. It's beautiful. Um, Right in the heart of downtown Dayton. Um, Some great restaurants right around it. So I'm looking forward to at least these 11 games this year. I got a few more in the works. I know some people that work um, for um, and with the Dayton Dragons, so we're going to get some tickets and take the kids and everything. Uh, but the season tickets consist of for two people, so uh, the wife and I are going to join some da- uh, enjoy some Dayton Dragon tickets. Um, then we get a two week break, then in uh, the, two weeks we get to go back and watch them go against the West uh, West Michigan white, Whitecaps. But uh, the only thing that sucks about this whole game Friday is the fact that it's 50% chance of rain and a high of 48 degrees. That's not how baseball season is supposed to be for me. We're not supposed to be talking about a high of 48 degrees for the day, nor rain. The rain is hit or miss, I understand that, but we're we're supposed to be, we're in April, we're getting ready to be mid-April. We're supposed to be past this 48 degrees to go watch a baseball game. That That's the high of the day. So, I can imagine what it's going to be like through the evening, go late into the night, depending on what happens. <laughs> so, go Dayton Dragons. Um, not going to be able to wear my T-shirt or my Dayton Dragon jersey. Um, I do want to get me a couple more Dayton Dragon jerseys. I like my Dayton Dragon jersey. Um, might end up buying me a hoodie. I don't know. But I'm looking forward to this uh, Friday night to be able to check that out. Um, shout out to all the Carolina fans that listen to the show. Um, I tell you what, one um, more more specifically, the game—it's um, got to be rough to be up by 15 points at halftime, leading 40 to 25, and then end up losing 72 to 69. Um, that's that's got to be rough. Like I, I know at halftime, I know what it's like in Chapel Hill. At halftime, I bet you people were cocky as hell. Partying up, getting drunker than they should have even been getting drunk, thinking they had this game in the bag. We up 15 points. There's no way. This is our year. We have finally, since 2008, um, going to win a championship. And no. Um, Didn't happen. Um, It was great, though, even though I'm not a UNC fan. I ain't really a Duke fan either, but if I was going to pick one, it would have been Duke. Um, but it was great, and it brought back great memories. And I talked about this, I talked about this on the last show that I spent six, seven, or so years, roughly, um, bouncing in Chapel Hill. I bounced at the corner of uh, Henderson and Rosemary. I couldn't remember the one of the two streets last week at a place called PT Grills. Um, there was another one at the corner. Um, I forget the name of it. It's, that I worked at, and then up the road, there was another one, I don't remember the name of it, PTs was the one I I bounced at the longest, Um, I did gigs here and there, I did uh, frat houses here and there, some of the greatest, greatest times of my life, Um, I loved what I did, and if I could have done it in Chapel Hill in the same scene, um, my whole life I probably would have. At that point in time, I was mid-20s. Life was great. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, But, of course, things change. The scene changes. You get older, and it just, you know, I moved on, went to bouncing locally, and and then that just got old. And it took me 12 years to finally hang up the hat on that. It seemed like every time I retired from doing security and bouncing, someone drug me back in and got me to do it. Um, and, and help out and end up being a full-time until I just couldn't do it no more, wore out kind of situation. But I got to see videos. It brought back the memories, uh, especially after uh, they end up beating Duke and watching everybody run up to Franklin Street. And just uh, to see the video and the scenes of people all, all up on Franklin Street having fun and everything else um, bring uh, it brought back a lot of great memories and great times. Um, so, uh, sorry for you guys' loss, not too much, but, uh, um, for those that, uh, did take the videos and everything else, uh, I do want to, uh, thank you for the memories. Um, it's been a long time since I've been in Chapel Hill. Um, it's been a long time since I've been in that scene period. Um, it's almost been a year since I've been in the North Carolina period, so, um, that is, that is what that is, but, um, yeah. Anyway, let's get into, uh, things that are on the list tonight. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I kind of. Um, I kind of sat on this for a minute because I don't know it seems that these days especially if you don't follow the trend if you, you, you don't necessarily believe Um, in a certain way, you you kind of get looked at differently or you you offend people or people just don't take to what you got to say so kindly. And so I, I, it's not that I, I don't think this was announced. It might've been announced before my last show. I don't know if it was even announced before my last show, but I, I kind of, I shared it on the page, but I just kind of left my this to myself. I kind of wanted them all over this whole concept. At the end of the day, it it feels that the NFL is kind of following in the same footsteps as Joe Biden. You know, Joe Biden nominated some justice. I don't know her name. And it was based off the fact that she was a black female. And that's particularly the requirements for him for this nomination. Now, I have no issue if you're black. I have no issue if you're a female. The issue is I have an issue with is you're nominating someone into the justice of court position based solely on their race and color and not their qualifications. Now, don't get me wrong. If she's the most qualified person, so be it. I am all for it. I could care less. But we've got to a point, why is all this stuff just started to notify through? We're going to eliminate that. There we go. That's not the case. He made a point up front before he got elected. That's what he was going to do. He made a point before he had nominated somebody. That's what he was looking to do. And then once he nominated somebody, he probably with his chest uh, stuck out. Said this is what I did. This is why I did it. And see, when you you nominate somebody to a very important position – it shouldn't be based off the color of their skin nor should it be based off their DNA makeup. Honestly, it should be based off their track record, um, the the person themselves and their qualifications. Like I said, at the end of the day, if that's the most qualified person, that, that's fine. If you wanted to particularly hire a black female, and that's what you're going on off of. You should have just done it and not said anything to anybody versus saying, I'm not hiring based off qualifications. I'm hiring based off of it has to be a black female. That's where I got the issue. NFL rolls in and says that all teams must add minority offensive coach to expand Rooney's rule, to include women. And see here, now we kind of rolled into the same scenario. So now the NFL is requiring, and and we got more and more black head coaches. I I don't know the top of my head how many there is and and how many offensive coordinators and defensive coordinators, but it's getting to be a, a more diverse number. But now you're rolling into this where you have to hire based on sex or color, not necessarily on their qualifications, not necessarily on whether or not their resume says that they're fitted for the position. I'm not a big fan of that. You got to understand. I'm a person that my my best friend is black. I tell everybody all the time when we're talking about this stuff. I was the only white dude in his wedding, and I was the best man. So, majority of my staff is black, so it's not that I have a problem with hiring. And most of my staff is females, so it's not that I have a problem hiring black people or females. It's not a problem there. It's not that I have an issue with associating or being friends with. majority of my friends are black. My issue is where when you make the stipulation, when you, when you make it a requirement, when you say that you now have to hire because of a race and a color, not because what is most qualified. I couldn't imagine sitting and, and having – excuse me, five people sitting in front of me. I, right. Let's it was, it was be honest, I couldn't imagine having sitting and having five people in front of me for an interview and all five of them show up, or even having five people show up. Hell, in the last ten interviews, I think one two people showed up. Blows my mind. Since we have all these people cry about not having jobs, but according to the feds, there are more jobs available than there's unemployed people. People ain't dumb. They don't care. (laughs) They lazy. Forget it. If I don't want to work this job, I quit. (laughs) There's more jobs there's unemployed. I can get a job somewhere else. And sadly enough, that's the mentality and where we're at these days. But anyway, I couldn't imagine sitting there with five people sitting in front of me and have a diverse group of people and because the one spot that is open the company said you have to or you have to hire a certain a specific color and a specific gender in this company for that position and I couldn't imagine saying the person that has 15, 20 years of experience has a resume maybe even better than my resume, which I'm going for a district manager position tomorrow, who I am second, time, second, I got to be top six in our ambassador club to win another free all-expense parade trip somewhere around the world through my company. I couldn't imagine having someone sit in front of me with that that kind of resume, that kind of experience, and have to say, you know what, you over there, due to your color, due to your 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 skin tone, due to your sexual makeup, even though you're really not that qualified. I mean, you've done this a few years, but you know. X, Y, and Z over there, they've done it 15, 20 years and amongst the best to ever done it. Might even be good enough to take my position. But I got to hire you. I couldn't imagine that. You know, I I, I watch... Speak for yourself. There's a lot of things I don't necessarily agree with when it comes to uh, Marcel Wiley, but I do agree that you know he, he talks about people and white privilege, and, and the fact that there's not really white privilege. Most people they get what they get because of the effort of the work or whatever they put into it. And for that matter, I have black privilege. <laughs> I'm, you know, I have all this money, I get to be on TV, everything else. It's not that I just got it handed to me, I had to work for it. I've never had anything handed to me. I feel that there's people in every race that, eh, yeah, they probably get away with a little bit more, probably get kickbacks a little bit better, and everything else. That, that goes with everywhere. I'm just not a big fan of it being a requirement. I understand that maybe this whole transition into it being more, even more diverse than where we're at at this point has not gone at the speed that people would like. And that's part of the issue that they thought when they put this original Rooney rule in, that we would have like fifty percent black coaches, white coaches. You would have some female head coaches. You would have I like I, I don't know what the expectations were, but I think that um, I think they thought that this process was going to be a quicker process. I think that diversity they thought was going to be more diverse than what it actually is at this point. But at the end of the day, let's be honest, it's more diverse than what it was. We're getting more qualified coaches of different races and different gender makeup. Maybe the opportunities weren't all there for everybody growing up. Some places they were, some places they weren't. Some places they were in the spotlight Because they were Some places even though they had the opportunity It was a crap hole They weren't in the spotlight Nobody recognized it They've been overlooked Not because they weren't qualified But because they weren't in the national spotlight I think this rule is just Or you're You're taking something you feel People are being prejudiced against And making it prejudice for If that makes sense like Because of the Rooney rule originally Everybody understood that Okay maybe We need to do better research Maybe we need to put spotlights on some of these coaches that are working their way up that haven't been in the spotlight. Now that we got YouTube and now we got this and social media and everything else, now it's getting easier to recognize these people. And I think that's another reason why it's become more diverse than what it was. But you can't go from zero to 60 and 2.3, like you, you, you got to work that, that way up. You got to bring in those that are qualified. And you also need to get rid of some of those that ain't qualified. I go, there's some, there's some head coaches out there. Who have no business being head coaches, offensive coordinators. They have no business being off, uh, offensive coordinators. Another one of the issues is the fact that I think like 31 of the 32 team owners are white or something. I don't know what the exact number is. That I don't know what to tell you. If you've got millions and billions, then you get to buy what you want to buy. One thing I can say is the million of billionaires out there that are out of the races, you want to own an NFL team, buy an NFL team. It's not like they don't get sold here and there. <laughs> You got your opportunity just as well as anybody else has got an opportunity. Most people just don't have that type of money laying around. That's all I know. Oh, Lord have mercy. Katie, Katie. KD be a funny dude sometimes. I tell you. Feels a certain kind of way. Feels that uh, his jersey it would be good for the game. I think he said it'd be bad for the game if they didn't. Um, that they retire his jersey in OKC and Golden State for that matter. Like that's that's some hilarious stuff to me. Like. <laughs> I mean, to me, that'd be like LeBron saying, you know what? Cleveland should retire my jersey. Miami Heat should retire my jersey. And the Lakers should retire both my jerseys. I mean, that just... that I mean... This man's won championships on three different teams. Like, why would he not... Be more fitting for this I am I don't know I'm not You have to reach A certain level of greatness For me To even be in the Conversation having your number Your jersey retired Um, In my generation And this is not anything I gave thought of Before I came on the show Or even two minutes ago That I can remember on the top of my head And I remember there was a big gap At the NBA that I didn't watch I watched back when Shaq was a rookie And played for Orlando Magic I was a big Magic fan With Penny Hardaway, Dennis Scott Horace Grant, Scott Skiles was very anti-Chicago Bulls. Um, Then I I watched for a handful of years at that point in time. Then you fast forward to um, kind of the end of LeBron's run in Cleveland and then kind of been more of a fan and watching more and more since then, especially from 2011 when we started this uh, 110 Nation on. Michael Jordan, of course. I have no issue with the Chicago Bulls retiring number twenty-three if they so choose or have. I don't. I don't know at this point. Honestly, jersey retirements and number retirements is not one of those things that's at the top of my list to worry about or discuss usually. Um, LeBron James, I wouldn't have a problem with Cleveland Um, because not only did LeBron put Cleveland back on the map his first go-around and took him to an NBA Finals, but he came back and brought them a championship that I think was 50 or 51 years since we had a championship. So I'm fine with that. Um, Everything he's done for not only Cleveland, but the state of Ohio, Akron, and everything, I would not have an issue with them retiring his jersey or his number in Cleveland. Uh, Not so much in Miami. They just came off a championship in, what, 2007 with um, Dwayne Wade and Shaq, so it's not like he did anything significant, plus you brought Chris Bosh and you had Dwayne Wade in there. Um, So that and then the whole L.A. Laker thing, though, I, I I'd have an issue with that one as well. Um, in my lifetime, I think the only other person that really, honestly, that sticks out. Now, don't get me wrong, I, I caught the ends of Magic Johnson playing when I was watching Charles Barkley, Larry Bird. I, I remember watching the Dream Team, um, but I, I don't count them. Uh, like, the ones I really got to watch, ones that I got to spend a lot of years watching and following. The only other one I, I could see me saying I am all in, I have no problem with them retiring the jersey would have to be um, Stephen Curry. When it's all said and done, what he did in Golden State, how he changed the game and the records that he has held or holds, I would not have an issue with Golden State retiring his jersey or his number. Outside of that, Honestly, on the top of my head, I can't think of a single other player that I wouldn't. It wouldn't make sense, or that I would agree with retiring their jersey. I mean, KD is talking about. OKC should retire my jersey. This OKC team had Michael or uh, Westbrook, had James Harden, Serge Ibaka, Hollisson, amongst other many others. Like this, this was a team, and you didn't even win a championship. You had an opportunity in the finals to play against just a second year into the project Miami Heat team. No reason you should have choked. Everybody was rooting for y'all. Nobody wanted to see LeBron win that, that championship. They just got done watching them fail to Dirk. Nobody wanted to see him win it against you. And you couldn't muster it up. Then things just kind of got worse and worse. James Harden left. Then you left. You done left Sir Chewbacca. Mike. And then you join a Golden State team who had already won a championship. And I, I'm not too naive to say if things wouldn't have played out in the finals the way they did and Draymond Green would have played clean basketball and wouldn't have tried to have been dirty and got himself suspended. Who knows if we would have came back from a 3-1 deficit. Instead, they got KD in the offseason. Went on to win another championship or two. Honestly, they could have done it without him. All they do is go out against Cleveland again. Now for you, the last one was. The only difference before KD and after KD is it just made it a little bit easier for Clay and uh, Curry. They didn't have to put as much effort into it. They didn't prove they can do it. They didn't prove they would do it. If not for Draymond Green, who knows if they ever would have needed or felt that they needed KD. I'm not sure exactly why he feels that they need to retire his jersey. In Brooklyn, you're just been a toxic toxic issue with the rest of them. Like that's at this point, I don't see anybody why anybody should be retiring anything with your name or number at this point. I'm not understanding that. That'd be like Michael Jordan saying, you know what, not only should my jersey be retired in Chicago, Washington, I did do you all a, a solid. I played for you for a year or two. I mean, we didn't do jack crap, but, you know, I should retire my jersey. That's not, that's not how that rolls. Not understanding why KD even thought that that's how it was supposed to be. Like I said, I'm not a big, big fan in the first place. Of this whole retiring, jersey. There's a couple that I watched personally, and like I said, I I grew up the end the ending of the whole Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. I grew up in the ending of the whole Charles Barkley, Elish, um, Hakeem Olajuwaa um Um one. Um, I grew up in the ends of the John Stockton, Carl Malone, um, Jeff Hornacek. There, there's a lot of things that I got to see and witness. I even like with Shaq, I don't, I don't know if there's any team that I feel that should retire his jersey. I mean, he helped put Magic on the map, but that. I don't feel it's deserving. He won a couple championships in L.A., but that was with Kobe. So if you retire his jersey, then – now, Kobe's another one. I knew there was another name. Now, Kobe, I can see the Lakers retiring his jersey. I don't know if I would necessarily retire both numbers and lock up both of them for the rest of, you know – but I can see them at least retiring one or maybe the second one, maybe the 24. And Shaq goes on and wins a, cha- had won a championship in Miami. I, I don't feel that he did enough there. And then Phoenix, and then Boston, then Cleveland. Like I. Anyway, um, like I said, if you guys missed uh, Race Chat Live Tuesday night, it's 9 o'clock. 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. You guys check them out. Um, They were on last night. You guys can uh, catch them here on Blog Talk Radio or iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker, Stitcher, um, Google Podcasts, Podcasts, um, Addicts, the list goes on and on and on. Um, Tomorrow night, the Southern Dirt Track Reports back in the studio, 8 o'clock, so make sure you guys don't miss them. I will be back again next Monday night. I'll be back on my normal night, as long as I don't get sick. Um, to be back here and do what I do. So looking forward to that. Um, Once again, I want to make sure I thank uh, Phoenix Fit, um, Phoenix Fitness, um, Bears Bullish Market Group, and um, Carolina Sports Plus without these great marketing partners. I wouldn't be able to do what I do. Um, So I want to make sure I thank them. And make sure you guys like us on Facebook, the 110 Nation Sports. Follow us on Twitter, at 110 Nation. Until next time.